What's the next step with investing? Are you looking into getting another investment property? Yes, I am. Actually, there's this program that's out that lets you take your, it's a HELOC. I don't know if you know, it's home equity. Okay, um, yeah, so yeah. the equity you have, you can take like a credit yes. line out of it yeah. and then you can go get another investment yeah. property. So that's something I'm looking to get in more into. Honestly, the world of real estate, I like it. But the way to really make money in real estate is you have to invest. You yeah. can you can make your commissions and you can oh, be yeah. really, really wealthy in it, right? Yeah. But you have to invest. And you have like, to make it a couple points opposed to like owning properties. Yeah. Because everybody talks about getting into real estate and I think they have this like skewed perspective of like, oh, I want to get into real estate and then get a realtor's license. I'm like, okay, you're not necessarily the one in real estate. You're yeah. just kind of middlemaning the deals. Yeah. It's the individuals that own the real estate. Yeah. And then obviously flip those properties or then you know, lease or rent those properties out. Exactly. And yeah, you get that. Another podcast. We've got the Adversity Kings. Another episode, special episode. We got Pamela Sanchez, local entrepreneur or entrepreneur. out of town? Not local. Local? Okay. Local entrepreneur, Chicago entrepreneur, real estate? Yes, real estate. Okay. Awesome. And then uh, hopping on Adversity Kings today. So where can everybody find you? Um, on Instagram, yeah, La Pamela Sanchez. You can also actually all of my tags are La Pamela Sanchez. So okay. LA and then my whole name. And then Pamela Sanchez. I think that's pretty easy yeah. for you guys to look up and spell. If it was if it sounded harder, I'd make her spell it out. <laughs> I nope. think you guys got the gist. Yeah. All right. So uh, how'd you hear about me? How'd you find the podcast? So, you know, actually, I know Mike. I think you reached out to him. He's uh, he's on American Dream. Okay. Uh, he so he was like, because we went out for dinner, right? And yeah. he's because I'm trying to network with everybody and yeah. stuff. And he's like, hey, you should check out this kid because he's you know young and I'm young too. How long have you been doing the real estate now? So it's been a few years. Let's go. Yes. Um, uh, it was crazy actually. Like kind yeah. of everything, how everything happened. It was more so I had a necessity, and that's like something that I come from like a single mom, right? Mm -hmm. She's completely single mom, and she worked her butt off. Like she worked her butt off and mm -hmm. everything. And so it was my senior year of high school, like the last of everything. And I was in cross country track. I was in everything, right? Mm -hmm. And I come home to my mom sitting on the couch one day and she was like crying, her bawling her eyes out mm -hmm. because we had just gotten an eviction letter. Yeah. And so I don't have any like family to lean on like that. Like I have siblings, but they're not like close to us. Mm -hmm. So it was just like me, my mom, that's yeah. it. So when everything kind of just tumbled and everything just went down, I was like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? Cause mm -hmm. there's nobody to lean on, right? Nobody. So that's when I was like, I had started working when I was 16. So mm -hmm. I had started saving up money. I never told my mom I saved the money, but I saved it. I started working on my credit as soon as I turned 18. I just kind of aligned to everything. I got a really good job. I was a general manager for this restaurant company in like Crystal Lake. So it was yeah. like super far. And I was hustling. I was in high school. And then I went one day, I went to go talk to a lender, a mortgage lender. And I was like, hey, what can I do to get approved? And so I started reading into like multi-units mm -hmm. and like into house hacking because I didn't want to be stuck with like a single family home. Yeah. Something you got to like live in for 30 years. I'm probably going to move out, right? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, let me let me do this. So I went, I got a multi-unit, right? And so I was like, okay, let me go. So the first time he denied it, he's like, hey, girl, you cannot buy this. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, because I had to work on like a couple like credit stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got it down, right? So I went, I got approved. I got approved for like three hundred fifty-five thousand. Wow. Yeah, right off the bat, I was like three hundred fifty-five thousand to like four fifty. That was like my limit, and that yeah. was pretty good. This is actually I got a pretty good interest rate. I got like a three point three point one, three point two interest rate. Yeah. I brought like eleven thousand dollars to closing. Like everything just kind of fell into place. But like I'm a big believer that everything just comes back to you. So yeah. like circling back to what I was saying, yeah, I'm like okay, well let me do this, let me do this, mom. And so it's so funny because I didn't tell her that I got approved. I kind of just told her, like, hop in my car and let's, like, drive. We drove, like, an hour away. Mm -hmm. I, I meet up with this mortgage lender, and she's like, hey, 
Um, and I'm like, Mom, ven, because I don't know if she's Spanish. She's like, yeah. let's come in Spanish. And so I sat her down. She's sitting right next to me. And I'm like, I just got approved for a home mortgage loan. And like, I remember the relief and like, it finally felt so good because yeah. I felt like my mom did so much for me, you know, growing up. Yeah, and it yeah. was finally time for like me to do something for her. Yeah. So it was in the instance where I was like, I felt so good, but it took me six months to close. It was a long closing. I don't know if you're familiar with the whole real estate thing, no. but it takes about a month to two months to close max, right? Yeah. It took me six months. The, four, the first mortgage lender had approved me, right? But he was just asking me for a bunch of documents. He's just going to get me to the table. So then I ended up going with a whole different lender. And that lender was able to close me like that. I ended up paying extra actually when I was getting the whole approval just because it had dragged so long mm. that I had it had tenants, the building. So it's a three flat. It has three bedrooms on top, one bed, three beds, one bath, three beds, one bath, and then one bed, one bath. Wow. Yeah. So it was it was pretty big, but she had tenants and like before. So yeah. I had asked her to kick them out <laughs> because yeah. I wanted the, the whole thing like, you know, blank. But things kind of told. Right. So I had to pay extra like for her like bills and stuff just yeah. so I could continue the process. So I ended up actually bringing a little bit more to the table, but I mean, I still got it done. It was, I remember like the whole process, there was a part in time where he's like, hey, we might not be able to do this. Yeah. He's like, and I'm like, I kind of had put everything into it. So I was like, you know what, mom? This is this part where I kind of almost gave up. I'm like, you know what, mom? I found this like on this like Facebook. It was like Facebook Marketplace. This mm -hmm. guy was like renting like this really nice house. It was like $2,000 yeah. or something. And I'm like, you know what? I have all this money. Let's just go rent. I'm tired of it. So I'm like, okay, mom, we got into the car. We get there. And there's a whole moving truck right there. And I'm like, oh, my God. He had just rented the place out. So it was like things after things that just felt like was just pumbling down on me. Like it was yeah. just, and I was like, what are we going to do? And that's when I actually got in contact with the other lender and he was able to close me. But I remember that day I had like, I was like crying because it was this, it was just this whole yeah. immense thing. You know, it's like. That's a lot. So now investing in a real estate, do you lease out the property, rent out the property? Yes, yeah, so I'm renting out the property. And then does your mom stay in one of the flats? Yeah, she's one of the flats. Okay. And so, the, and then the other two, I'm renting. that's just profitability that's and just covers. Profitability. Yeah. So basically my mom lives and I mean, that's kind of yeah. the reason I got a multi-unit, yeah. right? Cause I was like, well, I don't want to live in the whole thing. So yep. my mom's living there. She's getting her mortgage completely paid. Yeah. It feels good because you know how we were renting, right? And things, the way things happen now, she doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Now she has getting that covered. So yeah, my first unit, I'm renting it for fifteen hundred. Yeah. Top, and then the bottom, renting for like eight fifty. Wow. So it's, I'm getting profit. The whole one unit just pays for like the whole mortgage. The yeah. other unit's like profiting me money. So at the end of the day, she's getting her bills paid and she's getting her mortgage. Paid. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. So it kind of everything just. What well, before we go much further? What was like the? I know you said grew up in a single single parent household with just your mom, but like what was. Those early, well, first off, where are your parents from? So my parents are from Mexico. Uh, what part of Mexico? So I, just my mom. She's from Veracruz. Veracruz? Veracruz, Mexico. Okay, dope. So she's from like a little smart part. It's like the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. It's a nice area. Yeah. Have you been back? I Have I been back? Yeah. Or have I been? Have you been? Yeah, I've been. Okay. It's really nice. You I'm, like it there? Yeah, I do. How many times have you been there? Only once, actually. Okay. Only once. Would you go again? I would. Yeah? Yeah. And then what about your dad? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Okay. So Veracruz, and then growing up, how's like when did your dad leave or? So my dad was actually just never in the picture. Never in the picture. Like okay. he was gone before you I were was born. born. And then is it just? Now I know you have other siblings, but it's just you and your mom. It's just me, and my mom. And then so what was growing up for you in those early years like? What do you remember about those like those more so those ele elementary years? Elementary years. Well, actually, I moved around a lot. Okay. So I'm here. I'm local. I'm from Chicago, but I was moving like honestly everywhere just because I lived with my aunt for a while. Like they had had a house mm -hmm. here for a little bit, 
then they got foreclosed on. Okay. So they ended up, we had to leave. Then we went up to like Palos and we were there for a while. We just kind of, I moved a lot, right? Okay. But my mom like always had that mindset where she still always worked. Yeah. You know, she still tried to provide. And honestly, I think that's something I captivate a lot from her. Yeah. Because seeing her like, like I said, I don't, I like, never had like that man figure. I never had a dad. Never yeah. had any of that. Like my whole family is like a woman, like woman, strong empowerment, that type, type of thing. So I think I picked it up a yeah. lot. Right. I picked it up. And so growing up, I, my mom worked a lot. She was just never home. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I learned how to impermanentize myself very well just by being myself. Like I know how to be alone and yeah. still entertain myself. So those things like that, that I feel like really picked up and just kind of now relate to me as how I am. What, what all did she do for work growing up? She actually, she had like a little, like a little, like a temp job. So mm-hmm. she had a temp job. It was a temp job. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but being a temp job, you go from agency to agency. It's not a job that's very secure. Yeah. So, I mean, but she never gave up, you know, yeah. like sometimes they would be like, there's no more work. And so she would be without work for a yeah. while. But then, you know, things would captivate even more. And then she got another job, but she never, as things went, you know, sometimes you we went down. Yeah. Sometimes we didn't have that much money. Sometimes yeah. it was things like that. I mean, I like to say my mom still tried to give me as much as she could. Yeah. I, maybe I didn't have, like, the newest toy, but yeah. I had a roof on my head and I had everything else. Yeah. And that's honestly the only thing that really mattered to me. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. So, so what was, what was kind of like the middle school and high school years like? Well, middle school and high school, I mean, since I moved a lot, I couldn't really make friends mm-hmm. like that just because when I would make friends, we had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I did make friends... I think I had a pretty good high school and middle school years. Mm-hmm. I mean, my middle school years, kind of when I got to high school is when I we were more stable and I actually got to be friends with the people that I was, mm-hmm. you know, and I ended up going to high school with them. I was in cross country and track. So I, I was in clubs and sports. Yeah. More and more high school year, I think I was more stable. Yeah. I was definitely more stable. We actually had the place, but then that was when my senior year came around and like, Everything kind of just turned, and we had to we had to get out. Right? What was your first job? You said you started working at. So 16. I worked at this fast casual restaurant. It's called okay. Boston Market. Okay. It's like a chicken place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I worked there for. I was actually in the back, so it was like a kitchen. I yeah. was Just doing the kitchen stuff. Yeah, yeah. I worked like dishwasher stuff like that, but I mean, I feel like even though my mom needed the help, I didn't have to work. It was just more so because I wanted to like learn how to make my own money. Yeah. I didn't want to depend on my mom to give me fifty bucks to go out or to do all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting I ended up getting the jobs and I mean I started working and I was working for two years I had that job for two years okay. and then I actually got a second job my actually it was my senior year, and then my senior year I was working in this in the small it's like the small kiosk this little kiosk place yeah. I was working there for a while it was nice and then that's actually where I met who I work with now so he was like a general manager at the time. And he said, hey, let's try to promote you and see what you can do. And that's when he promoted me. And that's kind of what helped me a lot to be where to have enough income, you know, yeah. to make the things like that. But I mean, coming into back into like investing and stuff, I I became a realtor because of that. Yes. Right. So not only are you a realtor where you broker, you know, mortgages and, and obviously sell p- properties, but you invest in the properties. I but the properties. more so what's what's kind of like the realtor side of it? When did you get your realtor's license? And so I got my realtor's license actually pretty recently. Okay. Um, I've been in, I, so like I started as an investor, obviously. Right? Okay. So, but I got my, my real estate license recently. I got it because of that. I mean, I always had like, cause I sat on the other side of the table yeah. being so young, you know, I get, you probably get this, you know, like yeah. you started young too. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. People don't take you as seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Like people kind of doubt you and people do these things and they're like, yeah, we don't, we're yeah. not going to trust you. So, 
what I like to what I like about it is that I've been on the other side of the table. Like yeah. you see, thirty, forty year olds, people are buying houses, right? But mm-hmm. it's like they kind of look at me and they're like, "Hey, you really do you really know what you're doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I've been on the other side of the table. I mean, I know what it is to go through the whole process. I've yeah. sat, I've signed on papers. I know. And I think that's what makes me different. But that's honestly what made me get into real estate. I realized how important it is to be a homeowner because yeah. at any moment when you're renting, you can get kicked out. You know. And and with uh being on the real estate side of it being a realtor when you sell yourself now when you in the future can you legally sell yourself a property you can and then like what percentages like but it's like a little you you have to it, it's they don't advise it yeah but you can do it yeah. um yeah so you could sell yourself a property in, into some type of investment property yeah. and then obviously yeah. flip maybe yeah. you know get a couple extra points because you are getting that real estate commission yeah. whatever. i mean that's what a lot of people do actually the yeah. one who sold me my property she yeah. was a realtor herself oh okay so she actually kind of understood it those yeah. kind of things so it was, that's why honestly i'm glad she was yeah because she it was her investment property that she was just trying to sell yeah and so it worked out so how has the realtor side of things gone how many houses have you sold? I'm honestly doing pretty good yeah um, yeah honestly I'm work with a lot of people who are younger like yeah. 18 19 who are looking to actually have a buyer's consultation tomorrow yeah and it's this like 20 year old couple that are trying to buy the first property yeah I mean hey like <laughs> I, like that's that's what I love to see like <laughs> I got that's 20 crazy. year old trying to buy a house I was like, thinking yeah. about like I honestly just thought about this time when I lived with my ex and it was the worst time of my life so I was like i'm thinking of like 20 year olds buying a house together oh my god but you know hopefully you know that works out hopefully they get approved yeah yeah no yeah definitely get approved financially but emotionally hopefully yeah i mean they've like tested it out of like living with someone else because i don't know i must just i must be nuts but um, no i mean i got you um okay so with uh, the real estate side of things and then investing back into the other properties, what's the next step with investing? Are you looking into getting another investment property? Yes, I am. Actually, there's this program that's out that lets you take your, it's a HELOC. I don't know if you know, it's home equity. Okay, um, yeah. So the equity you have, you can take like a credit yes. line out of it yeah. and then you can go get another investment property. Yeah. So something I'm looking to get in more into, honestly, the world of real estate, I like it. But the way to really make money in real estate is you have to invest. You yeah. can you can make your commissions and you can oh, be yeah. really wealthy in it, right? Yeah. But you have to invest. And yeah, like, if you're making a couple points opposed to like owning properties. Yeah. Because everybody talks about getting into real estate, and I think they have this like skewed perspective of like, oh, I want to get into real estate and then get a realtor's license. I'm like, okay, you're not necessarily the one in real estate. You're yeah. just kind of middlemaning the deals. Yeah. It's the individuals that own the real estate, yeah. and then obviously flip those properties or then you know, lease or rent those properties out. Exactly. And yeah, you get that. I mean, a lot of people don't. I think real estate right now is really glamorized too. Yes. On top of it, everybody wants to get the real estate license. But let me tell you, on an extra perspective, it is, I mean, you get it. You're in sales. Yeah. Not everybody can qualify. And it's not that easy. You have to work and hunt for your for your leads. It's yeah. something like that people don't consider. Like, yes, it's good money. Like, don't are get people, me wrong. Are, how, are people able to afford in the inflated market right now right now i mean people are still buying at the end of the day people are gonna buy because if you think about it interest rates are rising too but yeah. so are apartments so is yeah. inflation i mean yes. e- either way it's gonna you can always get refinanced for yeah. things that's always possible i mean the thing is to just get into real estate now and and i i watch a lot of uh not political podcasts but just this more politically perspective based podcast patrick by david and he kind of We'll have individuals come on and talk about just the overall economy, and they'll talk about real estate and, and uh, 
I think I, I'm more so just seeing the the commercial side of things because I'm in more of the I'm on the other side of commercial real estate. I'm, you know, obviously leasing out these. I've got two suites here, and then seeing the uh, just what COVID did to all the workplaces by making people work virtually, yeah. and then you've got billions of dollars into commercialized real estate that in the next few years is projected to either it needs you know like paid for or foreclosed on and it's going to cause this massive, massive bubble you know what i mean so it's like i don't know how how far down that goes throughout the entire like real entire estate market, market in general you know what yeah. i mean when it comes into the housing units which i imagine that's what you're yeah. operating in so it's like so yeah is there a bubble that's being created there in, in a similar way where it's like i mean yes in the way yes yeah. <laughs> it's a little scary but like I said, it, it goes up and it goes down. That's yeah, just that's how life. the economy yeah, works, right? It's yeah. just going to go up and it's just going to go down. There's going to be instances. I mean, it's always like don't wait wait until the market crashes. But, I mean, you're going to sit there and wait for the market to crash a long, long time. It's, 2009 is not going to happen again. I yeah. mean, I really don't think it is. Going into, like, what you said in commercial, though, a lot of people, like, as realtors, try not to get into commercial. Yeah. But... Honestly, commercial is really good to get into. You don't have that much com com competition. Yeah. You don't have that much agents who are like trying to, it's a lot of residential side. It's not like something I'm trying to get more into, mm -hmm. like the commercial side of things. But like going back into that, I mean, it's just a circle. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Yeah. I mean, you just got to make sure you buy. Because if you, like, say you didn't buy, right? You're, it's wasting time. Like me, I bought it when I was 18. Yeah. I had, I got a really good rate. I mean, I would still buy now. I mean, yeah. as long as you buy, right? Especially if you're an investor, that's what you want to do. You just want to buy. You want to get your foot into the door. Yes. When you're a first-time home homeowner, they don't they give you a discount? Yo, it's or tax a, credit? Yes. So first-time homebuyers use the FHA program. That's what I use. Yeah. Um, so I put 3.5% down. It can be either for a single-family home or it can be for a multi-unit. That yeah. multi-unit can be from one to four units, and you only have to put 3.5% down. The credit's even, like, lower on that. You only yeah. have to have a 580 credit score. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, what I like to say is there's a lot of programs out there, but FHA is a really good one. They're also, right now it's going on a lot. If there's this program with IDA, um, yeah. and they give you $10,000 credits to close. So they even give you $10,000. You can either pay it back or they take it, take a little bit, buy a little. And I mean, there's so many programs out there. I don't yeah. Know if, yeah. You know, like ITIN? I don't know if you know what ITIN is. That's for, like, people who don't have socials. Yeah. Yeah. We even have programs for people with ITINs. And we can help them. What the fuck? Yeah, there's just so many things out there now. It's <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> yep. That's insane. So what about, so all this money in real estate, what do you like spending money on? What do I like spending money on? Other than real estate. Other than real estate, I like shoes. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of shoes? Are these red bottoms? No, these no? aren't red bottoms. What kind of shoes do you like yeah, spending Yeah, I like shoes on? like this. Yeah. I like Jordans. I see your little collection okay. over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Keep yeah. some Jordans in the office. I got some, I got a couple pair of red bottoms over there. Oh, do you? Yeah. So oh. what kind of shoes do you like? Well, Jordans, Jordan 1s. Jordan 1s? Oh, okay. Yeah. So the typical... I I, <laughs> I get flamed sometimes for wearing uh, the Jordan 1s with my suits, but I feel like I see a lot of people do that in Chicago, just Jordan 1s with, with, with like dress attire. Story. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's a, a lot of individuals are like, hey, that's not professional. You should just put on your, your uh, Ferragamos. And it's like, uh, the Jordans are more comfortable, and for some reason, like a significant amount of businessmen and women... Or will wear Jordans. I don't know if it's a Chicago thing, yeah. but I see Jordans a lot with like dress That's attire. You know what yeah. I mean? With like a professional get up, you'll see somebody with Jordans on and it's comfortable and it's kind of like, you know, like a Chicago like thing, I feel like. You know what I mean? You can just nod at somebody, you're in your suit, they're in their suit, and you got yeah. your Jordans on. You know, but I like that though, just because I feel like 
when you see somebody like I I put the poll out, out before on this, and it's like, would you prefer an agent who's like completely like dressed professional or someone's a little bit more casual? And a lot of people said they prefer that casual. A little agent more casual, yeah. Because it makes them feel more personable. Yes. You know, like they see that you're still a person, and at the end, of, you're not like completely suited, and you're about to go make a sales. Yeah, out of it. It, I think when, you're, especially when you're on, like, it depends. I feel like it depends on like what is going down mm-hmm. in this interaction. You know what I mean? Like maybe if you're going to consult, you're going to a speaking event or something like that. Even then, you connecting with the audience, you want to have that relatability. But like when you're selling somebody something, like when I was selling life insurance, yeah. Um, Back in my early days, when I was your age, 18, 19 years old, 20 years old, I remember selling blue-collar individuals and families and wearing sometimes a tank top and, like, basketball shorts and, like, flip-flops. You know what I mean? And so it's like, and, I mean, I was going out in, like, the crazy boondocks where, like, they were like, you better not send no colored out here. And, like, you know what I mean? I'm going out there (laughs) and they're like, I thought, you know, I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. I'm like, don't worry. I'm not that... (laughs) You know what I mean? But little did they know, this little mixed boy was out there selling them some insurance. And uh, But I remember going out there and just being relatable. You know what I mean? So it's like if I were to go out there in a suit and, like, you put yourself – I was telling people the other day, I you know, made this thread. When, when it comes to communication, if you communicate, the average American communicates on an eighth-grade reading level. So if you're communicating on this extremely intelligent, utilizing and picking all these massive yeah. terms and, like, putting everything – up here on like the highest shelf where people don't have any access and they're, they're not going to sit there and like ask what every word means yeah so now you're making people feel dumb and you can do that with your appearance as well you know what i mean if we just ball out we just pull up in a rolex with the red yeah. bottoms and you're trying to sell people and it's yeah. like you're showing them a hundred thousand dollar house and like you know what i mean you look like cardi b or something <laughs> you know what I mean? You got cardi a yeah, from yeah. the toes <laughs> to the to the ears it's like damn she about to make a bag off me and i'm just coming in this little shack <laughs> Right, so I completely agree with that. That casual, that casualty, bringing that to that, that relatability, it helps. It helps sell. It helps build relationships. Yeah, I think so too. It makes you more personable. Yeah. What else other than oh, what other than Jordans though? You like Jordan. the? Do I like, I like cars too. Cars. I have Eclipse. I'm a Mitsubishi Eclipse. It's like an older car, yeah. but like I have it all modeled out. Okay. Is it like wrapped or anything? No, it's just red. But, yeah. But I have like I have a cold intake in it. I changed my exhaust. Oh, yeah, I like cars. Snap. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. What's the next car? So next car, I want a Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just more of like the classy side of things. Yeah. <laughs> that I kind of just want a Mercedes. I want a Mercedes C500. That's dope. Yeah. That's, that's dope. Nice we got we got some nice cars out there. I don't know if the Corvette was out there or the BMW i8, the orange car. You have an i8. I don't. One of our guys has one. Yeah. He's got the i8. Uh, one guy's got a Corvette. She just bought a Tesla. Yep. So you know what? No, I'm changing it. I want a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. No. Tazzy? Yeah. How is it? It's a great. It sucks. <laughs> I'm you don't like Tesla? No, I'm, not, I'm messing with it. <laughs> Definitely, I feel like as a realtor too, that's something I think would benefit me a lot because I drive a lot. Oh god! Yeah. So like having an electric car, yeah, yeah. that would that would be. So I good. like a loud car though. Yeah, I mean that. See, that's what I mean. I like that, the cold air intake. You know yeah. what I mean? I like that. That's yeah. dope. What car do you drive? I got a big truck out there. Yeah, big truck. Yeah, big white truck. If you saw the, it's a Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, white truck, just white all white, truck. lifted. Okay. So that's, cool. that's that's it. We're originally from Arkansas, so I grew up. Uh, really? We grew up in the country. Yeah. Yep. See, like, big, trucks big, big trucks, big trucks, like the country, 
you know what I mean? Anything, anything kind of out in the woods or anything like that, fishing, fishing. hunting, all that. So not your typical, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could say that and be politically <laughs> correct, but not your typical, you know, <laughs> not your typical mixed individual. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's dope. So cars, the Jordans, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, what about for uh, self-development? You do any like reading podcasts? Yes, I love reading. I'm, you know, now since I drive a lot, I listen to books. I used yes. to like sitting there and just reading, yeah. but I had talked to like I, when I would meet different people, and I've always have this from them. They're always like, take that time, like when you're in the car to drive, because. Yes. If you're, like, listening to, like, rap music and yeah. all that stuff, you're, like, slowly, like, that's slowly, like, manifesting. I believe in manifestation. Yeah. I don't know if you do, but yeah, I Yeah, I was do. talking about it when and you came exactly, in. Exactly. Like, that type of thing's, like, when you're saying it, you kind of make it feel like if yes. you're, like, singing a sad song. So, I like listening to books. Oh, yeah. I got to be so careful with, with the music I listen to. Rap, I try to stop by, like, 8 a.m. because I'll work out early in the morning. And if yeah. I keep going, it's like, I'm just so hot-headed naturally. Yeah. So, if, you know what I mean? If I got Lil Wayne going or Eminem going, it's like... <laughs> something crazy might happen you know what i mean so i gotta put nickel back on or something or like yeah. worship music you know what i mean keep it cool but i 100 percent agree with the manifestation i'm a really big believer in uh affirmations as well and uh you know i i think audibly doing it but physically a couple times a week i'm pretty religious with just my routine of just writing down you know your your perspective and affirming your perspective over your individual life mm -hmm. as as a human and your future you know what i mean and that's kind of like the division boards i got up there right there just as a reminder of like that's my mom <laughs> you know what i mean like what i what i do it for who i do it for and then where i want to be physically mentally spiritually financially and uh, i think it's vital you know what i mean and everything i've i've had on a vision board since i was 18 years old i've i've owned like i put i had two jaguars on my wow. vision board but when I was 18 and I owned pretty much identically both those Jaguars by the time I was 22 years old and uh, the trips and, and things like that and the only only thing I think missing on there is the Lambo you know what I mean so that's that's next so you know I think vision boards affirmations positivity guarding your mind yeah. I've been seeing that a lot lately as well you know what I mean and I've been sharing it with my company is you've got to guard your mind mm -hmm. because your thoughts become your words yeah. you've got to guard Definitely. your words because your words become your actions yeah. you got to guard your actions because your actions become you know yeah. consistently your habits and that creates your life right. and so I think that's vital for people to take into consideration because it's like there's no coincidence that you're in the position that you're in right. at a young young age because if we were to dissect what you were doing from 16 17 yeah. to the you know present age that you're at now 20 years old yeah. it's like when your friends were telling you to probably go out and party get yeah. drunk and go have fun yeah. and things like that more times than not you probably said no I got to work. I got to develop myself. I got to work on my craft. I got to make calls. I got to get closer to my goal. Whatever that right. might have been, there's no way you got to where you are now and where you're going to get without giving up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to give up to go up. So I think that's I think it's always really, you know, um, admirable when I'm when I'm interviewing individuals, younger, older, whoever it might be, different walks of life and and seeing it's like there, there's a lot of relatability and there's a lot of you know, comparison and parallels between industries across the board, selling life insurance, being in real estate, yeah. owning real estate. It's like, there's no way. There definitely had to be some late nights, some early mornings, reading. It's like, and, and it's like if another young woman's watching, it's like, man, she's just lucky. Like, she's just not, 
Like she definitely, she just, there's no way she ain't do that. They're like whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, that, a man helped her or something <laughs> like that. There's probably a lot of oh, haters yeah. that are gonna I mean, say that. I mean, I get that so often. Yeah. Actually, when I would go and look at houses, like, cause you know, like when yeah. you schedule showing, I'm in my Where's your boyfriend, honey? Yeah. Where's no, your no, no. husband? God, I would go. Actually, I, that's when I started bringing my mom. Yeah. And it was so funny to me because like the realtor would just start talking to my mom about the yeah. house and show her this and then that. And then it was so funny because at the end, my mom would be like, oh, she's the one buying. Yeah. And I just never believed it. It was just like, what? Like, she's yeah. buying? It's like, so yeah, I mean, that's so true. You know, it's yeah. things like that happen when they just don't believe you. And it's like, yeah, and I get that so many times. Like, yep. But honestly, my thing is if you have the ambition, if you want to work hard, anything's possible. Anything. And that's literally all it is. Yeah. If you want to do something, get up and do it. Like, it, yeah. you're sitting here, it's not going to do anything. You know, like, you have to work for your things. And that's what I always say. I'm, I'm curious because it's, I think it's, there's this, in today's day and age, there's this, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to necessarily put it, and I don't, I don't know, I don't think it's like completely divided, but I feel like sometimes, like the household isn't completely blended in regard to who runs the house. It's like either a man, or a woman. woman, it's like, what are your thoughts on like, what's the perfect household for you in the future? You know what, it's so interesting. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday about that with the same, you know, like that man runs the house, mm-hmm. woman does the cleaning, cooking, yeah. and I have, female friends who like to do that, you know, who yeah. want to have, they want to be the housewife and just, yeah. me on a different perspective, I think there's two cups, right? There's one cup and then there's two cups. And it's just so funny because it's literally what I had, I had a conversation with somebody about this yesterday. And you have one bigger cup, you have a smaller cup. And their thing was, they were saying that this cup should align to this cup, but it should only feed this one cup. And yeah. I'm like, why can't the cups be the same? Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't you want to be, you know, that power couple thing? Yes. Yeah, why yeah. would you not want to be that? Like, if, say something happens to you, right? Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you want, and if the other person can't lean, you would want you to lean, you know? It's, you want it to be the same. That's how I think about it. Yeah. If I'm going to be with my partner, I want my partner to at least be with me, and this maybe at the same level, and if they're not at the same level, yeah. we can work up to get you that level. Now, would you date your partner if they were doing less than you? I would. Yeah? Because I want to help What if them they were my... just like a slob? They're like, hey, babe, you're making so much money. I'm going to play these video games. You just keep rocking. See, that's a tough one. I'll be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> that's a tough one, honestly. Hey, babe, I need an allowance. <laughs> hey, babe, you're paying for dinner. Yeah. Hey, babe, like, <laughs> would you be down with that? We were talking about this the other day. I was joking because... Um, you know, she's very ambitious. She runs the media company. So she's the yeah, CEO. Yeah, go. Go, girl. Yes. So the media company is her. Adversity, Adversity King, she runs the media company for me. So that's that's her full responsibility, and I just kind of sit on the board. Yeah. But she's like, I wouldn't want to go into a relationship where it's just like, oh, I'm paying half of everything. Yeah. And I like that. I agree with that. Because I feel like we should both be able to. Yeah. But me personally, I would like to provide for the bills and then you have your money i got my money yeah. you know what i mean but uh and because like if he makes a hundred thousand dollars a month and let's say he makes ten thousand dollars a month yeah i don't think you should pay <laughs> he makes way more that's my opinion what do you think what are your thoughts on this i mean it makes sense right yeah. you know what she's saying it makes sense but i mean i'm still on that if it should be like around the same thing. Like if split, you, 50-50 split 50, the rent? No, not 50-50 split the rent. Oh, <laughs> see? You ain't splitting the rent. <laughs> I don't know. See, that's a tough one. Yeah, hell no, we ain't splitting the mortgage. Whether you're there or not. Right. So all right, all right, I got another one. Okay. What about dinners? 50-50 on the dinners? So you know what? Actually, 
Um, when I actually go out with friends and stuff, what we do is one of us pays the whole bill and one of us pays the tax. Yeah, no, not friends. I'm talking about <laughs> this guy want to, like, be with you. And he wants to pay 50-50? Yeah. And we, uh, hey, babe, we got to go 50-50 on this dinner. I mean, is he struggling? No, like, he got money. Oh, then no. Yeah, he got money. No, he no? should be able to pay the bill. Okay. No, I, li- I like that. I've never... I don't care. Like, I kind of get offended. I, it's probably, like, too control. I'm kind of offended if a girl's like, I'll pay. The fuck? No. <laughs> now we're not even going out. Why would you? <laughs> you could say I'm broke. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, I think that's, I 100% agree with that. I think, you know what I mean? And, and I like, you know what I've been thinking? Because when you start getting the money, and I, I bet, I bet you'll get it. I bet females, because you'll hear it from the males a lot, where it's like, oh, that dude's got money. The, his girl's just a gold digger. Yeah. I feel like successful women probably get labeled with with some of their dudes is like oh that dude's just a gold digger he's just with her yeah. to get some to get bread and get things taken care of for him but i heard this the other day and i was like maybe she's not a gold digger you know maybe there's just standards right. that she has for herself and he has for himself as well and i think i i don't know who reposted but i think someone had said maybe they're not a gold digger maybe you know you're just too broke to do shit for your girl. Yeah. And I like that. And I think vice versa as well. It's like, same deal. So I saw a girl post something. It's like, a girl making a lot of money and wanting to take care and spoil her, her husband, her significant other, or whatever, and, you know, get him a nice gift or whatever it might be. Get whoever a nice gift. And then people being like, oh, wow, you know, her, you know, her spouse is a, is a gold digger. And it's like, you know, maybe you're just too broke to do something nice right. for your spouse. Right. So I kind of like that. What are your thoughts on the no, gold digger topic? I mean, gold digger topic, I mean, yes, you get that. If you're like an independent woman, you got a man, and yeah, yeah they'll look at him as like a gold digger. But yes. I don't think it's to that perspective. I mean, vice versa, right? Yeah. Vice versa. I think it's like what you said, where it's a healthy relationship, the right relationship, you elevate the other person. Yeah. Like after you're with them, now they're making even more money. Right. Because you I got them. a question, because I hear this a lot of like, <laughs> You know what I mean? You hear, you know, and, and this is true. You know, what I mean? I've seen it really okay. only with one girl. You know, and I've seen, you know, like uh, where like a good girl can change, can change the whole game and, and yeah. help you elevate. You know right. what I mean? In your life and you're all the ones I've met. That hasn't happened. But <laughs> so, well, you just haven't met the right one. But, you just haven't met the right and, one. And listen, if, if any of my, you know, exes are watching this. I love and respect you. I'm making a podcast, so you know, like, <laughs> you definitely was talking shit on me a little bit. So this is as worse as I get. But uh, um, but I'm I'm thinking here, you know, what are your thoughts on even finding the right like the right man or the right woman? Do you think like it really like that really holds true? Like the right relationship can really 10x your yeah. life, your business. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause you like going into relationship, like for me, I don't date for fun. I mm-hmm. date, like I think date for marriage, date for marriage. Honestly, like I think about it 10 times in the head. Like I'm like, okay, well, is this the type of person I can really like sit and talk? And, you have like, like a red flags list. Like I got a list in my phone. Yeah, you do. I have a non-negotiable list. I created it. One of the women in our business has one. And I was like, I kept hearing it. And then I, I met another gentleman and he was like, I made one. And I revisit it with my wife. This is dude's forty years old, wow. makes millions, millions. Wow, wow. And I was, I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to make one of these now because I have the same mindset of like, I, you know, I was telling her the other day, and I think I was telling her or somebody, somebody else. I don't know. It's like, you know, I think a lot of people will complain like, oh, I just can't find the right person. Well, it's like, you know, where are you looking? You know what I mean? Because we live in like 
a Tinder age. So it's like, yeah. probably ain't gonna find your wife or your husband on Tinder. You know what I mean? So, I mean, she did, but, like, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no. So, but I, but I mean, thinking that I was like, that hit, you know, I think it was a pastor that told me that. He was like, you know, it's because I was like, man, I want to find a good godly woman, bro. And he, and he was like, where are you looking? I was like, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not the church. But, uh, but that hit me. And so I was like sitting here thinking, I'm like, definitely, I think the right, right woman. But preceding that, it's kind of like, it's kind of like getting into a home. It's like you can't get someone in a home if you don't have a pre-qualification list right. or get them into a life insurance policy if there's not like, can you even qualify? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like the right woman, you got to qualify for that woman. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you, there's a list of like, you know, unfortunately sometimes I miss because it's like some women's list is like six foot. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> in short, you know what I mean? But others that are inclusive, there's inclusivity. It's 2023. Yeah. Inclusivity. You got to include me. 5'10", yeah. 5'11", whatever. Yeah. If I put the Jordans on, it's six foot, so I'll just keep the Jordans on in the house. But uh, I think about that a lot. Do you have a list, or do you just keep it in your mind? Of like, I mostly just keep it in my mind, but now that you're saying that, I should, should I should write, I should yeah, write, write it down. Write it down. Remind, but what are your top two, three things of, like, got to have that? Got to have to have a job. All right, if you, and one. if you don't have a job, at least you're working for a job or you're in school to do something. Yeah. If you're just going to, like, I... Cue no scrubs. Yeah, I don't care what you're doing mm-hmm. as long as you're doing mm-hmm. something, right? <laughs> as long as you're doing something. Like, if you're in school and you're not working right now, but you're in school, yeah. okay, I love that. You're going to get your career in a few yeah. years. But, like, if you don't have a job, it's like a... Like, yeah. I can't do that, right? I just can't. Honestly, that's... More th- and then I need somebody who's open-minded. Yeah. I... Because I am, I like to think outside the box, and sometimes I think like a mile outside of the box. So if you can't yeah. think outside the box, what of would me, that look like? Like what would like a whole mile look outside yeah. the box would look like for me? Well, I'm just in a sense, it's like just from what do you believe in, yeah. right? Those are your beliefs. That's yeah. like my first little box, right? Yeah. But then I also think about other ways things can happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just. If I can't make it happen this way, I try to find a different way to make it. And yeah. I just keep doing it. So a lot of people just try that one time. Yeah. And then they don't keep trying. Yeah. And, like, I keep trying and trying and trying until I really see, like, okay, crap, I can't make this happen, yeah. right? So I need somebody who wants to do that, too, who mm-hmm. can, you know, has that, okay, I got this. Like, I'm going to figure out a thing. So to me, it's really just have a good job or have a job, right? Yeah. Have a career. As long as it's something, right? You're trying. That's all yeah. that matters to me. You're yes. trying. Because if, yes. if you're just sitting on the couch playing video games, it's just not going to work for me. Yeah. Like, at least... Some people make careers out of playing with video games, yes. right? So at like, least be good. At least, like, yeah. yeah at like, least get, get paid. <laughs> get paid. Get paid for what you're doing. Or And honestly, it's great, too, if you can get paid for something that you love. Like, yeah. I like I love seeing, like, gamers, like, who, like, enjoy playing games. Yeah. And they're getting paid a lot of money for it. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. So get paid, open-minded. Get just paid, two? Just two, honestly, to me. I'm trying to think of another one. Honestly, just, like, the things on top of my head. Go. You don't got to be, like, super tall for yeah. me either. Yeah, no. Yeah, let's well, go. Well, actually, no, that might not be true. Yep. <laughs> hey, look, guys, if you're 5'4", hit her up. La Pamela Sanchez, 5'4", works. <laughs> Good to go. I mean, I'm 5'2". Yeah, so that so, works. Like, yeah five, two four, inches. 5'4", five, five, works, maybe. 5'4", works. Honestly, Tom, as long Tom as you're taller than four. me. As long as you're taller than me. Yeah, Kevin Hart is 5'4". <laughs> All right, dope. So do you have hobbies that you like? Yes, I love nature. Nature? I, yes, I love nature. I think nature is so Walks pretty. in the park? Walks in the park. Uh, do you know Palos Heights, like around that area? <sighs> I really don't like leave no. this area. No. Okay. But I've heard Palos Heights a lot. It's like it's got a bunch of forest preserves. Yeah? I just love going to them. 
Yeah. Like, that's, like, the kid in me, I guess, in yeah. a way. Because I, like, love going out. And Do you just, like pets? Yes, I love pets. What's your fave? What's my favorite dog or, like, just dog? I don't know, animal. Animal, dog. Yeah. I have dog. a Yorkie. Yorkie? She's the small. Yeah? She's the teacup. You like Yorkie. bulldogs? I do. I want an English bulldog, actually. Yeah, see, that's what we, our mom has in English and French, yeah. and we yeah. make her bring bring them out. I think she's about to get a French. Okay. Yeah, so French, and I'm going to try to get an English, maybe yeah. the maybe in the spring or something, yeah. make her potty train it. I don't know. I just can't deal with that shit. You don't have any pets right now at all? We, I mean, we have them. Like, they're mine, ours, but they stay with our mom in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. They're just a lot of work, you know what I mean? So. You know, I just don't want to get up and let it pee. I'm the type <laughs> of person like, yo, dog, go right there. <laughs> I'm tired. And then you just go pick it up. Yeah. Just call it a day. Yeah. Call it a day. So animals, nature. nature. You like the water? I've been going up. We've been going up and jet skiing a lot. You know what? I'm like, that's one of my biggest fears. Yeah? I even like Michigan? Even like Michigan. There's no sharks out there. It's not even about sharks. It's just like the whole, you don't know what's under the water. Yeah. That's to me. More water. No. <laughs> so much of the water is undiscovered. That to me, it's like crew. Uh, no? like, yeah, open water scares me. Yeah? I'm trying to get rid of it. See, I'm not afraid of heights. I went skydiving. Okay, I that, did too. That was fun. Yeah. I, I'll do it again. I would. Honestly, but the, it wasn't long enough for me. My plane started beeping red, and they yeah. started yelling at each other. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird experience. Just the red light started beeping, and they, they, the dude that was about to jump out looked back. He was like, we can't see anything. <laughs> There's something wrong with the rotors. <laughs> Should we still jump? Fuck it, they're up here. <laughs> We've never done this before. I'm looking back like, the fuck, dude? I'm up here, I'm half black, dog. There's nobody <laughs> else. It wasn't a bad dream. I had the pictures. I have the pictures. It happened. It happened. It was a horrible experience. And then we jump, and then, you know, it's fine. I'm like, oh, we die, we die, it's fine. But the, the girdle thing goes straight up into my soul. My legs are like, Damn. I don't know, like I, I couldn't feel them land. Everything hurt. It's all bunched up. So it was a horrible kind of experience. It was thrilling. It was cool that I could like, you know, maybe give like a motivational speech off and like, I jumped out of a plane. How bad do you <laughs> want to be successful? Something <laughs> stupid like that. But other than that, horrible, just two hours away yeah. out in the middle of Illinois. So yeah. I liked it. Honestly, I felt like it wasn't long enough. Uh, it, you, you you get up there Nuts. and <laughs> you get up there and then like you jump right and they tell you and it's like two minutes maybe one minute of you just free falling and then they pull a parachute and you're just like floating. Yeah. No, it wasn't enough for me. See, no. I like the thrill. I like I like adrenaline. Maybe like into the ocean. No, see, <laughs> <laughs> you lost me there. You lost me there. All right, what about? No, yeah. that wouldn't work. What about movies? You like movies? Yes, I love thriller movies. Thriller like, movies? Yeah. Like what would that be? Like like the like nun. The call. No, that's like horror. Okay, wait. Like thrillers, like the ones that kind of get you off your seat. Like. Isn't that scary movies? It's not really scary. All right, name your thriller movies. Um, the call. Halle Berry. You know her? No. Oh, Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah, Halle Berry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the call. Actually, yeah, that's where she gets kidnapped. And yeah. she's like in a basement. And she's a nine one operator. Yeah. Yes, love that. That's my favorite movie. Dude, I don't even know. How I, I, that's how you know. I've I've seen like every movie. That's crazy. Okay, what about another one? Kidnapped, which is also with her. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you um, split. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like movies like that. I can relate to that guy. You can. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. No, but I probably have a personality disorder. She does too. Different personalities. You know what I mean? You just clicked. 
No, 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 no. No, but like I have like strength with my personalities. Like different yeah. levels of strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm one step away from being able to climb with one of my personalities. Just like split. <laughs> no, but like, no, like, like climb with flat surface, like Spider-Man. Like, he, have you seen the movie? Yeah. You haven't seen it. Um, dope movie. Do you have a favorite book? Favorite book: How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've been telling everybody about that book all the time. I have the, I have the notes on the book in my, in my notes, and I review them. You know, and they're so simple. You know what I mean? Smile, use people's name, yeah. don't beat them up, everything like that. So it's like, it's so fire. It's a phenomenal book. Favorite food? Favorite restaurant? I love Asian food. Asian food? I am a diehard Asian food. You have a favorite place? Korean barbecues. Yes. There's one in down no not down in Chinatown. It's called I'm a butcher list, Jing Nu or something like that. Yeah. That was her name when she was very <laughs> Jing <laughs> Nu or something like that. Fire, fire yeah? cream. Have you ever had a Korean barbecue before? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is that where you put it in the center of the table? Yeah, you put it in the center yeah, of the yeah, table yeah. and you cook it. Yeah. God, they have this thing, garlic beef. Yeah. It's fire? phenomenal. Fire. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. You got there's so many places in Chinatown. Yeah. Actually, Chinatown's like my favorite place here in Illinois. For real? Yeah, I love that'd Asia so much. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be a dope place to get some footage too. Um, as we wrap up, do you have favorite music? Favorite music? Um, I like like pop in a way. Like the honestly, yeah, I like pop. Anybody in particular? Anybody in particular? I like Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Diehard Dua Lipa fan. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Um. Trying to think, where do you want to be in the next five, ten years? We'll wrap up with this. Where I want to be in the next five years? I want to actually open my own brokerage. Okay. That's my own. In Illinois? Home. In Illinois, yeah. Let's go. Open my own brokerage. Let's go. Dope. I think that's it. Is there anything else you wanted to talk on? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think I'm just going back to it. Like, if you want to buy a house, you can do it at any age. You yes. just have to have the ambition, work hard, and you can do it. I mean, yes. I bought it at 18, so that should, I feel like that should motivate people. Yes. That if I could do it, you can too. And I think, like, you put it really well. It's like there's a lot of programs out there, and it's maybe not as hard as people think yeah. it is. It's just people aren't educated on it. Yes. Right, so that's kind of what. So if you want some education, doesn't <laughs> sound like she's going to hard close you, I would hit up La Pamela, uh, Pamela. Sanchez. Yes. Right? Cool. Well, this was another episode of Adversity Kings. We are ranked in the world for top podcasts. We are number 1,436. <laughs> I'm just playing. I have no idea. We're probably not even ranked. My mom will watch this. But um, other than that, I think that's it. If you guys have recommendations for who we should get on the podcast next, if you got recommendations, please send us people, and uh, we'll go from there. Cool. Thank you, guys.